are listening to the Every Truth Podcast with me, Stacey Camille. This is a creative space where every episode is inspired by the truth and wisdom of God's Word. We are a community that's supportive, honest, and willing to share. So join me every Monday and Wednesday to talk about overcoming real personal and spiritual challenges with faith, hope, and love. Grab your favorite cup of coffee, your Bible, a notebook, and come on in. Hi, ladies. Welcome to season two of the Every Truth Podcast. We are still answering all of your questions from season one, uh, episodes one and two. Uh, we answered a question about how to deal with anger and also how to deal with mistrust with a close friend and a uh, spouse. So if you have not, go back and uh, watch those episodes. Uh, remember that you can also watch them on the website, everytruthstudio.com and on Apple, Spotify, your favorite podcast app. I am there as well. If you also want to um, submit some questions to me, you can do that on the website. I invite you to do that. Please go on ahead and visit and submit those questions. Uh, hopefully, maybe next season, I will do some lives and kind of answer your questions live. I'm hoping to do that because uh, these are really, really good questions and uh, they just deal with practical daily life. And of course, I always try to give every answer from my personal experience from the perspective of, you know, the Bible, the word of God, and um, out of love. Every um, answer is coming through a funnel, a lens, a filter of love. So I, I, I hope that they are helpful. Please uh, like and subscribe this for this channel if you find any value in uh, the answers. And I also welcome input, right? Because um, I do want to build this village and community of input from those of you who have also gone through similar situations and you want to just give advice uh, to those who are asking these questions. So uh, let's get right into today's question. And I am going to read these questions are coming in um, anonymous. So please don't ever uh, feel like I'm just going to throw your name out there or anything like that. I don't mention names. So you can um, submit your questions anonymously. Here we go. I always feel alone, like I don't belong. It is so bad that I feel this immediate rejection wherever I go. Uh, thoughts like you are so stupid, you shouldn't have said that, or they didn't answer you so they must not want you, you are not good enough. Those, I guess she's saying those thoughts go through her head after um, interactions with other people. Um, these thoughts are always running through my mind. So how do I get over this? Wow. I did kind of speak on this a little bit in uh, the last episode when I was speaking of the root of uh, anger. And for me, the root of my anger uh, was rejection. So this is kind of similar here. You are feeling that feeling of rejection. And I'm telling you, that is a crippling feeling because these thoughts also went through my mind at some point, And sometimes they still do, um, especially when you're a person that's not necessarily an extrovert, um, who uh, you might be socially, a little socially awkward. Um, I've always said that, you know, I'm always socially awkward. When I walk into a room, I immediately, you know, kind of sit in the corner and just observe. 
I'm not the type of person that just walks up to a group or to a person and starts talking. So then um, I kind of feel alone in that sometimes, you know what I mean? So I understand, definitely understand where you're coming from, but there is a difference between kind of feeling awkward, socially awkward, and feeling like completely rejected, like no one loves me, no one cares about me. Um, that feeling of hopelessness, that is something completely different. And you know, that's a serious type of thing because those kind of thoughts lead to more serious thoughts like possibly suicide or hurting yourself or just isolating yourself. And that's where the enemy, when I say the enemy, I mean Satan wants you. So that's what the enemy does, right? So he, he isolates you, tries to isolate you by putting these thoughts in your head that people don't like you or that you're not enough or, you know, you're not talented enough. You're not, you're not smart enough. You're not intelligent enough. So what you do is you actually start believing these lies and then you isolate yourself thinking that nobody wants you anyway. So I want you to recognize that for the first thing I want you to really um, think about is, is there any truth in what's being said? Is there proof of that? Or are you just in, you know, in your head making up these scenarios based off of your own uh, blurred vision? Is it a lie based on what the enemy's telling you is true until you start believing that is true? Is, is there any truth to that? That That's basically what I'm saying. Because a lot of times there is none. There is no, you kind of make these things up, be based off of like maybe like a one minute reaction to you. And that person might've reacted to you in a certain way has nothing to do with you, right? Um, and, but the real, the real, the real remedy to this is to deal with the root of your feelings of rejection. I always say it's, it doesn't make any sense to put a bandaid on the symptoms of something. You have to get to the root of the problem so that you can stop the problem. So my feelings, my, the root of my feelings of rejection was a rejection from my dad. And that manifests itself in all kinds of different ways. Even when I thought that I got over it and forgave him, I actually did not. I just kind of manifest, I buried it and it manifested itself in another way. So you can find out the root. I found out through prayer and just talking to God. So I encourage you to do that. But, um, and I'm going to keep saying this in all these situations, I would really encourage you to kind of like talk this out with someone and to find out the origination of this feeling of rejection. You know, were you made fun of in school? Did a parent reject you? Did somebody in your childhood tell you that you were not enough? Uh, did a teacher tell you something and then it kind of just stuck with you? Once you deal with that and find out the root of it, then you could find out the truth of it, right? So first find the root, then find the truth. There's no truth to it, which 99.999% of the time, there is no truth to it. Now you could really deal with it. You can really deal with it by discovering what is true. Find the root of it, find the truth of it, and, and, and discover what is really true about you. Do people really reject you? Are people really pushing you out? Um, or... 
are you assessing a situation based off of what you think it is, not what the reality is? So um, I want you to get clarity so your vision is clear because a lot of times we see through a lens that we've created that's not necessarily true or clear. So sometimes you have to pray for God to give you the right perspective on things like God. I had to pray that God, give me the right perspective. Give me clear vision as to what is happening, how I'm being treated um, so that I can respond or have uh, the proper assessment of a situation. I know it sounds like a lot, but once you get into the habit of doing that, you really, number one, you'll be able to see the truth of every situation. Number two, the enemy won't be able to fool you with his lies as quickly and as often as he does with others. So you want to get into the habit of just, and that really has to do with changing the way we think about things and stepping back and not really reacting or thinking based on our emotions. Okay. Um, I do have a scripture here. I always try to, um, bring up a, a scripture that would help, um, because these are the words of God, these are the, this is God talking to us, telling us how to handle these things. So it's first Peter five, seven, and it says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. So there's a truth right there. Give all your cares and worries to God because he cares about you. So let me, um, peel back, peel that back a little bit. Just now I spoke about seeing things with a clear vision, with the right perspective. Now, once you see things, once you're now looking through that lens, if you see that, yeah, these group of people or this person or, you know, whoever is, is, is rejecting me. Cause there are times that that does happen, right? Does not like me, does not care for me. Then you cannot necessarily take that personally and have that like flood your mind because you always have to remember that people, everyone has their own hangups. Everybody has their own prejudices. You have your own, everyone has their own bias. They may not like you and may not even know you, but because of their own bias, they may not like you. And it has absolutely nothing to do with you. You may remind them of somebody that they do know that they don't like. So you always have to remember that God does care about you. And really, and truthfully, his opinion of you matters more than others. A lot of people say that, oh, as long as God loves me, that's all I care about. Um, nobody else has to care about me. That's not being realistic. Let's be real. Um, we, we, as human beings, we are uh, naturally wired to be in community. We want love. We want to be seen. We want to be cared for. And that is a natural need and want that we have. So being isolated is not natural for us. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right because that's not how we were meant to be. So it's not that as long as God cares for me, nobody else has to care for me. No, you want a community to care for you and that's okay. But we have to prioritize God's uh, love for us, uh, his concern for us, his caring for us over others, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. And then there's, of course, this popular verse, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. And um, I know this verse is always connected to, uh, the prosperity and, and, and riches and physical, 
um, resources, but you know, God is saying here, he has plans for you, you the person, he cares about you, not just giving you things, but actually your well-being. Um, he has plans for you. He, he has thoughts of peace towards you. He's not angry with you. He's not rejecting you. That's why he actually died for you. So, so remember that your creator cares about you, loves you, sacrificed for you, wants to bless you, wants you to have peace, wants you to have a community and wants you to have friends. So that is another thing that I have prayed for because like in the last episode, I said, you know, I don't have like a large group of friends because of whatever. I, I, I think I, that word friend means a lot more to me than it made to others. So I pray for friends, for people that I can trust because I've been rejected and all of that before by people that I trusted. And I'm telling you that hurts. That hurts when you thought someone was your friend and you find out that they're all this time, you know, that they're not. So, you know, there's a healing process there that I had to go through, but prayer, um, does help when you want people in your life that you trust that, that make you feel accepted, that make you feel loved. So I am going to kind of get into the spiritual aspect of rejection as soon as we get back from this message. Hi guys, it is me again. And I am really, really happy to announce our book club. Yeah. So it is going to start uh, January 1st, 2023. Um, and I am so excited to start this uh, community, this club with you all. You all know I love to read books. You know, I love the word of God and you know, I love books that encourage me, um, in the word, um, self-help. I love all of it. Right. So I am happy to announce that you can visit the website, uh, www.stacycamille.com to register, to be a part of the book club. It is at no cost to you, no cost at all. We're just building a community of, um, like-minded people that are encouraging each other, um, loving each other and building each other up because iron sharpeneth iron. So this book is what we're going to start with. If you haven't gotten it, go on ahead and click on the link and get that on Amazon. It is experiencing God, knowing and doing the will of God. And it's uh, written by Henry Richard and Mike Blackaby and Claude V. King. Again, get ready get ready January 1st we are going to start off with a bang I'm looking forward to all the signups remember sign up now it's free it, it is a limited space so um, I don't want the book club to be like too too big right because then we can't really communicate and get together like we really want to so I want you to get on there and sign up right now uh, looking forward to hearing from you all right bye-bye scripture another scripture that i had um, when i started was in psalms 27 10 and i love this one because it really um it, it feels close to home and it says even if my father and mother abandon me the lord will hold me up who will hold me close actually and that is one of those scriptures that you know i i rely on a lot just based on you know my relationship or lack thereof, you know, with my dad. So that I always go back to that because, you know, your mother and your father is kind of like the source of, of 
a lot of the way you, a lot of, it's the source of the information that you get about life, friends, relationships, you know, you lot, you learn that stuff from your parents and the way your parents treat you is the way that you will treat others. So, um, a lot of people that are abused or that are hurt is because their parents abuse them and hurt them. So it's, it's like here, David is saying, and if you know the story of David, you know, his mother is never mentioned. And I guess the, um, I've heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard that, um, it's because, you know, he, he, his father had a relationship with his mother outside of the relationship that he had with his wife. So he was rejected. And of course, you know, when Saul, I'm sorry, when Samuel came to anoint him King, you know, he wasn't really, he wasn't lined up with the rest of his brothers because they, uh, uh, his family didn't really think much of him, right? He was out in the pasture, in the field, taking care of the animals, um, being a shepherd, and writing songs to God and, and all of that stuff. So, but his father didn't really think much of him to bring him before Samuel so he can be considered to be king. So there was some feeling of rejection there. And he wrote, you know, it doesn't matter if my parents, the ones who nurture me, who teach me, who, who brought me into this world, don't care for me or abandon me. I take confidence knowing that the Lord uh, draws me close. The Lord cares about me. So I want you to internalize that, internalize that on scripture. Now the spiritual aspect of rejection, there are spirits out there that are evil. They're dark and their, uh, primary goal is to isolate you, attack you, destroy you. And like I said, the battlefield is in your mind. So, um, in, uh, season one, I think it was, um, I want to say episode four or five, where we talked about how to engage, uh, the enemy. It was the last episode. So probably six, sorry, um, engage. And we talked about how, how the enemy, how Satan tried to get into Jesus's mind after he fasted and prayed, right? He was isolated. He was hungry. Um, all, you know, he just, he was in want, in need of nourishment. And that's exactly when the enemy came to attack his mind. And that's what he does to us. He, he attacks our mind to make us feel like we're alone. So you have to reject those thoughts and, and replace them with truth. Do you have a family that loves you? Do you have friends that care about you? Um, do you even have acquaintances or just a group of people that, that like to be around you? Uh, if you can say yes to any of that, then there is no truth to the fact that you're always rejected. Nobody wants you. So you want to make sure that you are always speaking the truth in your mind, always reject those thoughts and replace it with what is true. And if you truly have nobody at all, if you truly have nobody at all, I want you to think about how can you be a friend to someone? Um, this is a lonely world as many, as much as people say there's billions of people out there. Um, that doesn't mean that there are people that are not lonely. So I would encourage you as well to, if you want a friend then be a friend, be kind, be generous, help those who you see that will need help. And maybe that is the opportunity for you to gain a friend. So open yourself up to that possibility.
right? And um, like I said, those feelings of rejection can just come from deep wounds that might need to be healed. And you can't be a true friend to anybody if you are hurt yourself because you're going to end up hurting other people um, eventually at some point. So, so go on ahead and just talk to a counselor, a trusted friend, um, just to kind of get to the root of that. Um, we have one little message and, um, I will be right back closing out. When you decide to follow Christ, your life is changed forever. Death turns to life. Despair turns to hope. Dark becomes light. It is the best decision that anyone can make. When we are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, we go down in the water and come up with all of our sins washed away. Now we can say that we were once darkness, but now we are light in the Lord. You are a new person with a clean slate and a new name. Then. Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Jesus gave his life for you, for this moment, the moment when you'll decide to accept his free gift of salvation, and he will set you free to let your light shine. If you are ready for a change, visit StacyCamille.com. I would love to connect with you. Okay, so we are going to close this out. And I want to say, uh, please uh, remember to like and subscribe if you have any, if you find any value in these videos and just turn on that notification uh, bell. I know that um, you're kind of used to me now. So we are rolling every Monday, but I do check in sometimes during the week with YouTube shorts or anything like that. And if you're listening to the podcast, you can visit me on YouTube to see those shorts because I don't necessarily add those to the podcast. So I encourage you to, um, to just stop in on YouTube and subscribe to here as well. Remember to visit uh, everytruthstudio.com. Uh, to look at the show notes. If you are a reader and you just don't have time to watch or listen, you can always read the show notes there. And I just want to end this with just a little prayer for you that you heal um, and that you are delivered from these feelings of rejection and that you allow God to just enter your heart and heal you. Because I'm telling you, you are going to be, you're, you're going to be uh, uh, a much better friend to others. Um, the love of God will be shown through you because, uh, you will be filled with love. You'll be filled with peace. You'll be filled with joy and you won't push people away. Um, you'll be filled with truth and you'll be more willing to help others 
uh, who may feel rejected as well. And God might open your eyes to someone that may feel rejection and may need you to minister to them, to help them. So I encourage you to do that. And I will see you next Monday. We do have another question. We have a few more questions to answer. So thank you so much for joining me. I will see you next time. You can click on the videos to watch the first uh, two episodes. If you have not yet, I encourage you to do that. All right. So have a blessed week. See you.